0: Welcome to DBP, the Drunk Bitches Podcast. I'm Jamie. And I'm Sarah. Each episode, we pair a wine with a topic where you get more lip with
1: each sip. So let's get started. But first, pass the wine, bitch. Welcome to our spooky episode called Spooks and Superstitions. Ooh, That could be a ghost or that could be my
0: fellow dbp or Jamie. <laughs> I'm going to admit that was me. <laughs>
1: Uh, So today we're going to be talking about um, spooks and superstitions for Halloween, and we are opening up a bottle of Omen Red Blend 2016. How perfect is this? Yeah. Uh, So. Oh, look, even the cork has that symbol. Yeah, it's got a, it's got a interesting eye symbol on the cork, but, um. Yeah, we thought in honor of Halloween we'd spook things up. So, uh, woohoo! Uh,
0: turn on all of your lights, um, light some candles, um, and uh, pour yourself a glass of wine because it'll make it go by much easier. Yeah,
1: get the so mood going. I'm going to pop it. So, Jamie, oh, very quick. Very nice. Yeah. All right. So today we're drinking Omen. It is uh, 90 points from Wine Enthusiast. Is it really? Yes, it is. Oh. Um, it is a blend of 50% Syrah, 27% Barbara, 16% Petite Syrah, and 7% Zinfandel. Ooh, slightly purple. Yeah. Uh, it's a pretty heavy-bodied wine from what the tasting notes say, although it doesn't look... No, it looks a little bit lighter, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, it's a 14 to 14.2% ABV. Mm, that's Or alcohol heavy. by volume. Yeah, that is. Uh, and um, it's aged in 25% new French oak.
0: So, there we go. So, that means we're not going to get a ton of wood t- woody tannins, like we talked about before. Yeah. yeah. But... um.
1: So I'm going to talk a little bit about Omen and the wine company. So this is, and this is from the Sierra Foothills, which we'll kind of get into. Uh, All right,
0: let's look at the Sorry, label. I'm admiring yeah. the bottle. Back of the bottle. Very informative. Cheers. Cheers. That's
1: kind of good. Yeah, it's good. It's a little it's complex. I feel like I get a lot of blueberry. Yeah, I do too. I get blackberry too.
0: Yeah, that's what they yeah. said. Um, This is a real creepy building.
1: Yeah, so that's actually a picture. So the label actually is a picture of um, an actual winery. On there, and uh, yeah, it looks pretty creepy. But it's supposed to be a pot, like the omen. Then they say on their website that a shooting star is a good omen that love, laughter, and wine are on the way. So an omen can be good or bad. That's true. And I know, yeah. uh, So I'm not sure. I think they're giving us this spooky
0: feel with this label, though. It is spooky. I mean, you kind of have to get the spooky feel when it comes to omens. But let's remember that there are some good things that can come out of life. That positivity. You gotta chalk it up to positivity.
1: Oh yeah. So uh Omen, Omen wine. Um they are actually all gluten-free, vegan friendly, and sustainable. Um, they're made by Atlas Wine Company, who come out of Napa. However, this is the Sierra Foothills. Mm-hmm. Uh, this wine comes from the Sierra Foothills. Um, Atlas Wine Company also has two other wine lines, uh Orobello wines and Agnesio wines.
0: Hmm. I've seen um, the Orobello.
1: Okay. Yeah. I don't think I have, but I'm interested to try it if I see it. Uh, but they, they try to not only practice sustainability, but um, you know keep things local. So the, all their French barrels are actually made in the United States. Um, they All their labels are 100% recycled. Uh, really? Yes. Yeah. Even their warehouses support the Green Initiative Fund. And since 2015, they've been using sustainable corks. So this I found really interesting. Yeah, tell me more about Uh that. So there's these things called diam corks, if I'm saying this correctly. And they're made... So their purpose isn't to be sustainable. Their actual purpose is to, um, to decrease the amount of corked wines. So... The reasons that wine gets cork is because there's a certain chemical called T or certain compounds called TCA compounds that come from natural cork that can actually get into the wine and cause that corkiness taste. Uh, so what the the DM or DM wines do corks do is that they they do this CO two cleaning process that's similar. I guess it was discovered in the same way when they. It's the same process that makes coffee decaffeinated really? Or something. Yeah. Very interesting. And it's this patented technology. Um, and what they do is they take cork and they break it down into tiny particles. They run it through this cleaning process. And then it's still cork, but it's like cleaned cork. So well, they take out the say,
0: TCA. You feel that. Yeah. It feels a little different than like other cork corks. And it's... It's not, not quite the synthetic cork. I mean that's very it's no, very different. It's, but it's, that is huh. And the
1: reason that it's sustainable is because when when you take cork off a cork tree, you like take a piece of bark and you punch holes out of how many corks you need.
0: Huh. So
1: this uses all the cork including the leftover pieces cuz they grind it into fine fine particles and then put it through the process. Together. Yeah. So that's why. That's wild. um also interestingly is they have different Um, levels of sealage of the cork so depending like for for example for like champagne they might want a little bit of
0: breathing through
1: the cork and so you like you can pick how sealed you want your cork interesting yeah that's really cool yeah you know I I thought it was really interesting and I guess it's kind of the new thing so some people are going more towards this than the actual screw caps um And because the screw caps, another thing with them is that they decrease the amount of corkage, but people like this uh, better. And I guess they've it been feels shown. Really
0: nice. Yeah, they've been shown <laughs> to actually decrease corkage. So I, I am now interested. I almost want to dump out my whole thing of like wine corks and just kind of see how many You think this. it would be hard to tell though well, all the time. Here's the thing this one, I don't know if you noticed, it oh, actually yeah. has a symbol on it. Mm-hmm. And that might just be like a, an omen or an Atlas wine, you know, distinction. They might just want to display that. Yeah. But I'm curious if others do. That's really, apparently it's the hot
1: thing in, in, um, wine practices these days. Yeah. So, so yeah, they've got all those practices. Um, Atlas wine company, the winemaker is, uh, Alexandra Remy. Um, and he's kind of taking this approach to winemaking. Uh, that's, you know a little bit different in the sense that they're they're kind of taking on these big companies Mm -hmm. they really want to make um they want to be the bridge between like cheap wine and expensive wine in the sense that they want to make a good product that is free of additives so they don't use any additives in their wine
0: and they kind of talk about that on their website they do that actually caught my eye in the Mm -hmm. description because it said we have no need to sweeten our wines or add gum Arabic used to increase mouthfeel mm-hmm. or velcorin DMDC, whatever that means. But this reminds me of that book that now we both read and that we talked about in our earlier episode yep. Cork where there's all of this stuff that you, like, can add to wines mm-hmm. that will actually impact the taste. Yeah.
1: So they're trying to get on the level of, like, grocery shelf hits, like, um, prisoner and Kendall Jackson but mm-hmm. without paying as much so this is like a twenty dollar mm-hmm. bottle of wine yeah I think I got it for 23 or something yeah so they 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 want to give you the quality of like a 40 dollars fifty dollar bottle of wine but but keeping things affordable and because usually you know the non additives the organic all that stuff you have to pay a little bit more for mm-hmm. but they do certain things to keep their costs down How do they do that <sighs> so some things they do is they, they uh, gave up on wine label design, so this um, this wine label looks pretty spooky. But it, like we said, it's an actual vineyard, and it's an Instagram photo of the Rita's Crown Vineyard.
0: Ooh! So
1: he used to pay thousands and thousands of dollars to try and oh, do that for like yeah. design and stuff. Yeah. Huh? Mm-hmm. Um, also, they have a shorter barrel aging period, and this keeps inventory moving. Okay. Um and they they don't own a winery, they actually have propi- proprietorship at Perry Creek Winery um in Southern El Dorado County. So oh. yeah, so that's that's interesting as well. Um also they source their grapes from places like Lodi and the Sierra foothills in Southern Oregon. So these are not like the cost pricing of Napa. Yeah, that's true. And, you know, other high like Willamette Valley and things like that where it's
0: super expensive. So And they also then don't have to pay I mean this sounds silly, but they also then don't have to pay for like all of the staff to run the vineyards because it's vineyards who are producing grapes for other other people, essentially. So I'm sure that they have less overhead, if you will.
1: And they have cost transparency. So they tell you how much like it costs. They break down the cost per bottle. It's very interesting how they do things. It's and like some so- of this is like marketing for millennials. <laughs> so that's what they say is they're basically marketing for millennials.
0: By providing all of us information. Mm-hmm. I mean, the bottle mm-hmm. itself, guys, has... Um, a description like a very brief description about what the wine tastes like it has the full percentages of the varietal breakdown mm-hmm. um it has a uh, type of body um ingredients it says grapes yeast and oak okay yeah. that sounds good um temperature to serve it at what it pairs well with it has like the ph level abv it even specified the french oaking like 25 percent new 75 percent neutral like that's yeah. Unbelievable! Like, normally you don't get that amount of description in a label, let alone, mo- I feel like most wines don't even have that in, like, their technical specifications available online.
1: So, it's they use a four-point approach awesome. to reach millennial wine buyers. A four-point approach? Yes. This is a combination of transparency, authenticity, innovation, and fun. So, hmm. that is their
0: four-point approach. So, the transparency is what we just talked about. Um, I'm sure they're selling a lot of this wine around this time of year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the
1: reason why we bought it. Well, they, and they say authenticity is that they aren't making a special occasion wine. They're making a wine designed for everyday drinking and taste and price. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're trying to reach people who are just like them, who like wine and want to have a little fun in their life. So, yeah. <laughs> a, little um, a little bit about Sierra Foothills. Yeah. Um, You don't see too much wine from Sierra Foothills. It's not your common California, Napa, Sonoma-type location. It's actually in between Sacramento and the Nevada border. So originally, it was a place of sustenance for the gold-seeking miners of the mid-1800s. That's when they first started to produce wines, and it was from European grape varieties. Um, So these immigrant settlers um, decided to get rid of the Mission Grape. Because they are like you suck. Yeah. Basically. And brought brought in the superior vines from the old world. There um, you go. Yeah. And they planted these. So uh Zin is a big, Zinfandel is a big a variety of the region. Um the uh Barbara is, um Cabernet is another big one. So they have these Rhone blends too. Mm. Like Okay. Yeah, there's only a hundred wineries in Sierra foothill, and ma- they're mainly small boutique wineries. So it's it's a small production type area. Okay, um, but kind of really cool, and you know I kind of want to go now.
0: <laughs> Got to add it to my list. More more wine focused, <laughs> wine centric trips. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know the list so, just keeps
1: keeps on, on growing. growing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Awesome. So as we kind of go into our topic, let me just say what the website says besides the shooting star thing. We may not be able to tell you if a cat crossing your path is good luck or bad, but we can tell you one thing with certainty. We see great wine in your future.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's all. I like it. Yeah. It's appropriate. Yeah. Um, I just ate a bunch of blueberries, but there you go. I do. This is actually, re- it's a really, it is very easy drinking. Yeah. They
1: say it pairs well with, uh, bacon and cheeseburgers. And on their website, they say they see fr- fries also in their future when drinking <laughs> French fries. Is that pre or post drinking? I'm, I'm, I'm thinking I like that's after you drink the bottle of wine. I mean, that's exactly and, yeah. what I'm
0: thinking. Mm-hmm. Like, and you are like, I need a quick run Yeah, uh huh. For, for food and I'm yep. going to go to Mickey
1: D's. Uh, And one last thing about them, like we said on their website, it says their desire is to bring excellent wines to anyone regardless of age or income who are eager to find an additive-free, crafted wine at an everyday price.
0: No mega purple here, here, people. No mega purple. Yeah. So this is interesting, too, because I think that, um, like like, this is probably a little bit You called it complex before. It's a little bit deeper. I mean, I feel like there's like a little like extra. Pepper is like Mm -hmm. a little too, I don't, that's not 100% what I want to say. But there's like a lingering like spice finish. Funny you say that because they say that it's
1: spiced with a touch of green peppercorn. Huh.
0: I mean, it's it's there. It just kind of lingers for a little bit. And I'm sure that that, I actually think that for people who, like me, I mean, like, I prefer, like, bigger, bolder, heavier wines. But I have a lot of friends who don't, right? And it's, it's very challenging sometimes to, like, bring a specific wine to an event because I'm like, oh, man, I just, like, I don't want to, like, I don't want to make somebody not like the wine. This is right. actually kind of nice because I don't think it's as big-bodied as I expected. I agree. Um, especially because Syrah is, like, that's, like, a heavy wine. Mm-hmm. So... That being fifty percent, I expected it to be a little bit uh, more bodied. But I, this I think is actually a pretty decent transitional wine for pe- for red drinkers who might be like more light to medium bodied. This this could be a nice little segue and introduction into. It's definitely an bodied. interesting blend of grapes. I yeah. will say that. Oh yeah, I mean we got we got zin, we got petit. I mean Petite sirah, eh, it's fine. Some Bar- father Barbara like, like yeah.
1: Barbara, that's like not.
0: Barbara, that's, that's not, not normal.
1: normal. In California.
0: That's not normal. Does
1: but this look normal to you? It is It is uh, common for Sierra Foothills. So again, how he's making this quality wine is he's getting these g- grapes from a good growing region.
0: It's just not Napa. Not Napa. So so good for him. So it sounds like those uh, Sierra Foothills were uh, quite the omen for uh, Atlas Wines, Alex, if you will. A good omen, I think. A good omen. Yeah. So... Look, it's Halloween. Everyone's, like, you know, getting all geared up and, like, decorations. But I feel like everyone's, like, on the edge of their seats. or like, just very, like, you know, on edge, rather, with what's happening around them. I mean, case in point, me, like, before you even got here today because Sean just freaked the crap out of me. Are you spooked out? Do you believe in ghosts? I'm Yes. I mean, yes.
1: So you think there's more ghosts over Halloween is what you're saying?
0: I don't think there's more over Halloween. I just think that there are ghosts. Do you think their presence is stronger? I don't know. I feel like they're always there. Not always. That's not I mean, I definitely am Day like Day of the Dead. I'm like, I am like there's some like weird stuff like harbored like here in this property and like even when we lived in the place that shall not be named, I used to like sit there and I'd be like, "Okay." I'd like talk to like my deceased grandparents and be like, Please come protect me. Because I'd be home like and Sean was gone, or like whatever it was. And I was just like, I feel so uneasy. And I was like, s- please come protect me. And like, assuming they'd be in like the four corners of my room. And and battle the evil ghost? And battle the evil ghosts. Okay. And I was fine. I'm fine. Knock okay. on wood. Again, a superstition. Another theory. superstition mm-hmm. here. It's true. She's knocking on wood as we talk about superstition. So So yeah. Do you, are you, do you find that you're more prone to superstitions around this time? I'm superstitious 365 days of
1: the year. <laughs> I mean, like, no, no, it's not more around this time. I'm always superstitious.
0: Okay, so we took a quiz, guys. There's a quiz to find out how superstitious you are. Yeah, I was and 65%. Yeah.
1: You told me I was, like, not normal. <laughs>
0: You're not normal.
1: You should go seek. <laughs> they were like, yeah, professional help. If you're interested, there's a quiz on Brainfall. Um, uh, how superstitious are you? We'll, Maybe we'll, we'll post, post it. Be, yeah, we'll post superstitious it in the link. is me, but I'm 65% superstitious. Okay. I'm
0: only 49,
1: so I'm only somewhat superstitious. Yeah, no, I'm pretty superstitious. Everyone about the, everyone around me knows that. Like, I don't what celebrate do my I'm birthday so? before my birthday, like. Mm-hmm. I like anything before an event. You can't celebrate it before. Like no, that's so. Bad. It sucks
0: that your birthday's on a Sunday this year, and it's a week for Christmas. Yeah, we're but gonna gonna that's to, always <laughs> it's fine. But we're gonna have to. We'll have to have a good celebration. Yeah,
1: yeah. the night before is fine because then we're going into midnight, and I'm like, okay, as long as I, I we feel stay like, awake. I feel like okay with that, but you can't sing happy birthday until after the stroke right. of midnight. Like spilling salts, I'm weird about. Are you really? Yeah, I throw it over my shoulder and then I forget which shoulder it's supposed to be, so then I throw throw it over both shoulders.
0: <laughs> and the person sitting behind you is like, what the fuck? Yeah. My okay, so like here's Steph- the, throwing stuff at me.
1: Here's something from my mother. If you if you go to a funeral, you can't go home right away. You need to like stop somewhere. So you need to either go like go get coffee or go to the store, or like you need to go to another Place before you go home, otherwise, you're gonna bring the dead home with you. I'm not even kidding you, my mother has like yelled at me once because I came home from a funeral and she's like, Get out of here, get out of this house because then you're bringing like the dead spirits home with you, and you're that's not good. But so,
0: but, (laughs) but 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 okay, that is very interesting. And now, so you say this, and I'm like, Is that why many people have like off site? like luncheons or like I don't want to say a reception because I feel like that normally has like a positive like thing with it granted I know some people don't like they don't mourn the dead they celebrate the life of the person who passed away so it's like a little bit different but do you um yeah you can fill me up thank you but I wonder if that's like where that sort of started like with that that I'm not practice sure. or I'm not why I'm sure that but you know. But like here's the other thing. A flip side <laughs> <laughs> You heard that noise, right? What's that? Oh
1: <laughs> my god, knock on wood. <laughs> okay, we just had something creepy happen as we're as we're recording. I think they probably heard that. Yeah, I don't know what that was. That was weird. Hopefully it was just like some weird vibration from the I'm not even gonna think about it. Odd. Odd.
0: Yeah. It's the bottle. It's It's the bottle, bottle. guys. We figured it out. We came to the process. I was like, what? Um, That was a little unsettling. Yeah. Wait, so, but don't you think that they could, like, if you don't go somewhere, you're bringing the spirit of the dead. What if you like the dead? What if you love the person that died?
1: I I don't think that it's the person that died. Oh, it's like
0: the port. You open the portal by going to the, okay. Right. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. So, you know. You're so funny. What oh, are your other I superstitions? I have very few. Really? Yeah. I have more than a few. Like Okay, I'm going to I'm going to ask you this question because
1: yeah.
0: This was not part of the quiz, which surprised me beyond belief. Okay. But they didn't ask about the number 13.
1: So, I'm not totally weirded out by that cuz my dad's birthday is the 13th, mm-hmm. so but Friday the 13th does creep me out. Does it? But I you know, I don't know. I also think... I don't mean to look at you judgingly, but... I, I have weird... Th- like, okay, I had to sleep all the time with my closet closed, or I couldn't fall asleep if my closet was not closed, because then I thought that spirits were going to come out of my closet.
0: Uh, not far from that, but I also could not sleep... Growing up, even even now when I go sleep, I'm my not parents talking else. about growing up. I'm, no, talking, I'm talking, talking about, about growing right up,
1: but I'm talking about it has continued like into
0: yeah. <laughs> like like present day. Yeah, yeah. When I go to my parents, I we don't close my the closets here because one of them leads directly to the bathroom. The other one is like it is where like the cold air pipes in. So mm-hmm. if you don't have it open, it like gets really whatever hot, but. At my parents' house, I've always had to sleep with the closet door closed. And I have even had to go in. I have a small closet in my parents' house. I even, like, turn on the lights to, just to check and, like, to reclose the door. I don't know why. I don't know. I have weird dreams sometimes that people are, like, coming in through the closet. It's very bizarre. I used to dream that aliens were, like, living underneath my bed. I used yeah. to dream that Chucky was under my bed, mm-hmm. like... It, I mean, I've had bad nightmares, and that's, like, that lingers a little bit. What about the Ouija board? Oh, girl. So, okay. I personally, I mean, I've used it. My sister had one. Okay. In fact, I'm going to say this, and if she listens, she's going to be so upset. I'm sure that I say this. So at one of our, like, fourth or fifth grade birthday parties, we did it, and I was in my bedroom with my friends, and she was in her, because I you know, remember, guys, I have a twin, and she was in her bedroom with her friends doing the Ouija board. I'm like, this is stupid. Stop it. And so I remember hearing her just start, like, crazy crying, and I was like, what the, what is happening? And I was like, get out of here. So I, like, we, like, rushed into her room, because we were like, what has transpired? And she's, like, beside herself in tears. And I was like, what happened? And she, like, asked, I don't know, she asked some question about my grandfather. And it was at the time the only grandparent who had passed. And somebody started spelling out his name. His name was Richard. Okay, so someone started spelling out Richard, and I was just like, You've told like every single one of our friends what his name was. <laughs> okay. And I swear to you that this one girl was moving it. I swear to you. So I'm sorry to be like. Oh, I'm contrarian here oh, on please, this, please, okay? Please, please. But on
1: the opposite view, I actually had a very similar experience in college where I played Ouija board with my college roommates and asked about my grandmother's name, and no one, nobody, Knows my grandmother's name. Mm -hmm. And it is a very complicated name, and it was spelled out perfectly. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. And Hmm. it freaked me out, and I put that thing away, and never again. Oh, Oh, and! (laughs) Hold on! You want to talk about really Halloween creepy shit? Let me tell you about this. Yes. (laughs) Tell us about this. Same group of friends. Okay? Same Ouija board. We asked them who we were talking to throughout all this and it spelled out a name and we didn't know who it was and it was basically it told us it was like this little girl that died. Oh my god stop it i just got to chill. And when we looked it up online it was freaking true. Girl. Like it was like some weird fire or something and it was like true. I'm not even kidding you. I was like never again and then I'm like oh my god we just opened up the opening the passageway for the spirits
0: and like we need to close this immediately yes so the other like a couple weeks ago i was getting my nails done (laughs) and i was sitting there and i'm not quite sure how we got on this topic but the girl who was doing my nails like we started talking about i don't know like horror films or something Mm -hmm. silly i don't know and she started asking about the ouija board and i don't Listen, I'm not going to judge anybody who believes in anything, okay? Like, if you believe in something and that gets you through it, you believe in that. I'm not going to be like, you're stupid or, like, whatever. Mm -hmm. And I also don't think that everything presents itself in the same way to every person. And I think that there are others who maybe are more attuned, if you will. And we can get to that in a couple minutes. But... She starts talking about, like, Ouija boards, and she's like, they very much open up. We were talking about, oh, we were talking about horror films. And she likes them, but she also gets really nervous, and she mentioned the Ouija movie. Mm -hmm. And she's like, oh, no, that definitely, I don't know why they sell those things. They definitely open up the portal to, like, go to, like, the other side. And I was like, I mean, do I want to play with one? No. But, like, who's that, who's the company? Oh, my God. Who's the company? That makes the Ouija board. Yes. It's like the standard. God, why can't I think of the. It doesn't matter. Whatever. But like the game company, why would they sell that if it was like. It's not the board.
1: It's, like, the actual, like, ritual of doing what you're doing. It's not the actual board, right? Like, I could write letters now down here and we could well, sit here in seance and, like, be well, like, Harm Harry Potter. Well, in Harry Potter, you
0: need a port key to, like, do something and it has to have a spell on it. So, like, why would, like, you... I mean, that means that I could take this plate and just, like, go through the motions and it would happen. Probably.
1: Really? Like, if you actually sat there and, like, if we, like, created our own board and, like, did the whole thing...
0: It's not the actual abort that they make. I just started thinking, like, oh, should we do it with, like, a computer? No, I'm like not freaking doing out. it. I'm never doing it. Are you kidding me? I'm not doing that
1: shit. No. Nope. Nope. No No. Out.
0: No. Okay. So, I just said a, a minute or so ago something about, like, you know, more people are, like, attuned to this. So, can we get into some of the superstitions or beliefs that exist out there? one of them relates to people who are more in sync with this. And that is people who are born on October 31st are able to see and speak with spirits. (laughs) The look on your face is priceless. Um... (laughs)
1: That should be our next Instagram post. But (laughs) didn't we make up Halloween, or did
0: we not? Oh, actually, okay, good point. Fair enough, fair enough. So, Halloween, Mm -hmm. why is Halloween Halloween? Yeah, why is it? Eh? Uh. So, Halloween, sorry, October 31st became what it is. is because it was a holiday celebrated by the Celtic crew. Um, is Celtic folklore that it was the last day before winter began. So this Mm -hmm. is sort of like you sort of celebrate like the death of summer, but also like the introduction of winter. Okay. And the other thing about this, though, is that it had some other special element to it in that it was, and this is not based on the 1903 Encyclopedia of Superstitions, Folklore, Occult Sciences of the World... Who knew that existed? October 31st is the night of all the year that spirits walked abroad and fairies were most bold. I mean, fairies sound really good, but I also remember fairies in, like, the 1980s movie Labyrinth, and fairies, like, bite the shit out of people. So, they're not always that nice. I don't think they're always nice. No. But, I I mean, so they believe that spirits walked. I mean, I don't know if that's because it was the death of summer and that was, like, the transition, and so they thought that, like, these spirits then like came around and like spread the death. I don't know. But um yeah, so it is relatively new. Became popular in the 1900s. Um pagan belief root or pagan roots and it was called and I got where I feel like I might be butchering this one, so don't kill me. But it was called Sam or Samhain. Okay. Um which translates to "summer's end" in Gaelic,
1: hmm. um,
0: but that has actually been celebrated for over two thousand years. So that all
1: makes sense. But where do all like our traditions come? Like the pumpkins and the dressing
0: up, and there are. I think that a lot of these things come to have come about because <clears throat> they've represented different, different, well, different things. So you mentioned black cats before. Yeah. yeah I don't yeah.
1: like, like, if a, black, if a black cat crosses my path, I do get nervous. Do you? Yeah.
0: I don't know. Maybe it was Salem on the uh, original uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch with Melissa Joan Hart. Salem just doesn't look that scary. I mean, he was a talking cat. And then you watch Hocus Pocus and you have Thackery Binks as the cat. Like, come on. Yeah, but that's all Hollywood. The real black cat could be evil as shit. <sighs> I was just going to go somewhere, but I... I don't think that most cats are particularly nice. I have I met, hate them. I have met my fair share of nice cats. Don't get me wrong. They're evil. They are watching you. But I would much rather be around a dog. Okay. 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 All right. Black so, cats. black cats, there are a lot of different things. Um, so, um, this is funny. It's not that funny. It's actually kind of sad when you think about the Salem witch trials, but, um, elderly, solitary women, AKA spinsters, were were (laughs) often accused of witchcraft because why shouldn't a woman be able to get a man? I don't know. Stupid. Anyway. Um... I hate that, like, they've, like, assigned, like, something to them, like, a name to them. Um, Okay, so they had, apparently, back in the day, even these solitary women had cats. Okay. That was, like, a thing. I guess that's where the cat lady stereotype originated. Um, But it was called, they were said to be their, quote-unquote, familiars or demonic animals that had been given to them by the devil. Oh, my God, that's amazing. Isn't that crazy? I also think of Harry Potter, and when, like... Anim, anim anamorphics an anim something there's because Professor McGonagall can transform into a cat she's not bad luck she's like the best fucking witch ever
1: well I, it says so it says that you know a, medi- a medieval myth was that Satan turned himself into a cat when socializing with witches hmm. but now black cats are synonymous with bad luck and mischievous
0: everywhere no, aren't I thought they are. Aren't synonymous. Oh, they aren't. With bad luck and mischief everywhere. I kind of think they still are, but that's they just can me. be. It can be considered good luck, in fact. I think it depends who
1: the cat is. Cats are so weird. They're so weird. They're watching you. They're little fuckers.
0: <laughs> I wonder if Sarah's ever going to get a cat. Hell no! <laughs> well, I'm also allergic to them. Yeah, you are. Uh, shocker. Yeah. All right. I'm slightly, but... I'll still pet a nice cat. God. I
1: know, yeah. I know, it's painful to me. Okay. okay, what about jack o' lanterns? Because or pumpkins? I mean, so <laughs> a pumpkin or jack o' lantern? Like, it's kind of an odd thing that we do, right? We carve pump. I mean, we can eat them. Like, I yeah. eat,
0: I ate some pumpkin the other day. It's delicious. I love pumpkin seeds. Yeah, I don't eat some really pumpkin. Good. I don't really like pumpkin pies much. Like, I want to. It's like Bloody uh, Marys. I I'll want. I'll to I'll make like you them. some good pumpkin. It's not pumpkin pie. Oh, okay. All yeah, right, I'll eat make that. you some good regular pumpkin. I mean,
1: yeah, then you'd like yes. it. you will like it. Um, but what's up with that? Why do we carve them and like do things to them? And <laughs> okay.
0: So, um, jack lanterns, mm-hmm. according to this website we found, have their roots in sinister, tragic fable. Oh. Dun dun dun. Uh, Celtic folklore. A lot of these come from the Celts, I think. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it tells a tale of a drunken farmer named Jack who tricked the devil. But his trickery resulted in him being turned away from both the gates of heaven and hell after he died. So he's in, like, some, like, purgatory. Purgatory? Like, some, like, limbo space. That sounds okay. better than hell. I mean... It do- While I'm well, inclined know, to agree with that statement, I also am like, but I'm not quite sure. Do they make you like hang out in Disney World the whole time? Do they make you like hang out like in Starbucks the whole time? Like, I, I mean, I don't know. Like, where is purgatory? What do you experience? I love when you're that in it's Starbucks or Disney. <laughs> well, like, <laughs> I was trying to think of like something that would get like really old. Oh like, do gosh. you want to smell like coffee all of the time? Do you want to be in Target all the time? No, especially not on Black Friday. Okay. I don't want to be trampled. Like, Anyways.
1: so you're saying it's like good initially, and then like you're so sick of it.
0: Yeah, it'd be like the same shit over and over and over and over and over. It's like Groundhog Day. But isn't hell like bad? That's that's pretty
1: bad. I mean, you're kind of not in a good place.
0: <laughs> Have you ever watched the show The Good Place? No. Oh, it's so cute. It's Kristen Bell and yeah. Oh my I'm god I don't want to ruin it for people But basically They think they're in the good place but they're in the bad place Oh they're in hell um, it's real, Does do tell mean that I can do Like bad things to people Is that what that is So basically they No you're being According seemingly from the show You're like tortured while you're in the bad place In a variety of ways Depending on who you are and what you find most bothersome So, for example,
1: if I don't like when people chew with their mouth open, will I be sitting somewhere and everyone's chewing with their mouth open? Probably.
0: Yeah, I gotta. And you'll be like surrounded by a shit ton of cats. They're gonna be like swarming all over you and like pawing at you, and you'll be like, I don't know, trying to kill them and sneezing. (laughs) Oh my goodness!
1: All right, I gotta make it to heaven or purgatory. I mean, God.
0: ten years in Star Wars. One or the other. I don't know. That. That's true. That's true. Ten so. years. That's all purgatory's gonna last. No, no, a bajillion years. <laughs> um, okay, so do, 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 do. Um, having no choice, this is Jack, our fell our friend, the Jack who is of in Jack purgatory, O' Lantern, for, of Jack O' Lantern. He made a lantern from a turnip and a burning lump of coal that the devil had tossed him from hell oh oh really the devil was like helping him out he like tossed him a bunch of coal anyway okay so Jack used the lantern to guide his lost soul so the Celts believe that placing jack-o'-lanterns outside helped to guide lost spirits home when they wander the streets on Halloween so when we talk about how the spirits come out on Halloween yeah these jack-o'-lanterns help guide them to the appropriate place okay apparently so that they're not wandering too long that's kind of sweet actually that's like actually kind of a nice little sentiment when you think about it. I guess I need to go carve my pumpkin. <laughs> so it says that originally they were used they were using hollowed out turnips okay. with a tiny candle. but then um, they <laughs> this is kind of funny. Um, they started carving faces in order to scare away the evil spirits. Ah, I'm not sure how you would avoid scaring away the good spirits too. Unless they knew your secrets. But um, when the Irish potato famine forced Irish families to flee to North America, the tradition came with them. And turnips are hard to come by, and so pumpkins were used as a substitute. I actually think that that's probably a good idea because turnips are kind of small, aren't they? They're like a little, they're like narrow. They're like big carrots, right? I think it'd be really hard to carve a a turnip. (laughs) And you don't get the delicious pumpkin and put, seeds. put a candle in there. Because, shit, those pumpkin seeds are so good. They are really good. It's my favorite part about pumpkins, actually.
1: All right. Well, I guess I need to go home and carve my pumpkin and, and put a candle in there. Instead of just setting my pumpkin out, like, hey, here, I have a pumpkin. I'm festive. I mean, Sean apparently drew a face on one of our pumpkins, so. Is that the same, though? Drawing a face versus carving no, it? No,
0: because we don't have a light in it.
1: Yeah, exactly. You can't
0: guide anybody. I don't want to guide anybody exactly. I'm sorry. We are apparently so honestly supposedly we're on the site of an old insane asylum. Okay, that creeps me the fuck out. You can come stay at my I house have heard, over Halloween if you want. I have heard tapping on our bedroom window. Jesus Christ! And let me tell you, there is nothing below us. It is a flat wall. Nothing should be tapping, and I have heard it. So superstitious, weird stuff. Yes, I believe that that shit happened, and it drives me insane.
1: Like I said, I have I a spare sleep. bedroom. If you want to come <laughs> stay over, you and Sean are welcome to come Michael over Halloween. Halloween. Sean's
0: like, we're fine. <laughs> I can't sleep. Uh, okay, so let's talk about... Okay, so another big thing for Halloween, which is? Spiders? Bats? Well, or... Both. Yeah, which Which of those? Witches. Which? Which? You can talk about bats or spiders. Which witch is which? Why are... Um, actually, why are spiders so weird?
1: Well, I mean, like... Listen, this morning, I saw a spider in my bathroom, and I called my husband to come kill it. F those oh, spiders. Oh, you will kill them? I mean, <laughs> I will if I absolutely am the only person around to do it. <laughs> but if my husband's around, he can kill the spiders because that's his job. Okay um, they're creepy, they're crawly, they make me, like, I don't know, I don't like them, they're ugly. Uh, so, they are. Yeah. They are. However, they're actually a good superstition on Halloween. Because if you spot a spider on Halloween, it means that the spirit of a deceased loved one is watching over you.
0: Oh, that's sweet. Yeah,
1: so that's sweet. But... But they were at one point thought that they were evil companions of witches. So, I mean, you know,
0: I guess now they're friends. I, I mean, it's weird. <laughs> Not their fr- Spiders and witches. I feel like sometimes you see a picture of a witch that has like a spider crawling on her or like on her nose. I mean, gross. And, right. Who wouldn't flick that shit off of their That's face? That's disgusting. I don't know. They're all nasty. But spiders do good things. Yes, that's true. So that's the other thing is that we. I feel like around Halloween, well, listen, I'll kill spiders. I'm sorry. I do. I don't need big spiders in my house. <clears throat> there was a huge one outside like I remember made a big that web. That one, like, on our balcony was crazy. There was one outside of our um, bedroom window, and I just watched him. And he was huge, and he's like a spotted orb weaver because I looked him up. So I was like, what the fuck? kind of a spider is this. I'm sorry. I don't want one on my bedroom window. Makes me nervous cuz I don't want it to come in because we have holes in our screens. Yeah. And I don't want that getting in. No. No, those spiders should stay outside and eat all the other bad insects. Yes, exactly. Exactly. They have a purpose. They do. Just not in the home. No. <sighs> oh, God. So, yes, okay. So, they are they were originally Excuse me. Originally thought to be evil companions of witches. So, witches where the image that we all think of for Halloween um, actually stemmed from a pagan goddess known as Oh the yeah, crone. she's a goddess. She, goddess has a very positive connotation, but when you call her the Crone, I feel like we lose a little bit of that, right? So she was what does that mean? Her. Well, okay, so it means the old one, an Earth Mother. So, really, again, this is... I she, like Earth, Earth Mother. I don't like the old one. Isn't it like Mother Nature? hmm I don't know. But, so this... She was a pagan goddess called the Crone, um, and that is the... It used to be... That's who they used to celebrate on Halloween. Okay. Okay. So, um, she symbolized wisdom, change. Okay. And The Turning of Seasons, which okay. sounds like change to me, but I mean, okay, we can consider it different. Today, the kind, all-knowing crone has morphed into the menacing cackling witch. So somehow... <laughs> Sarah, this is really unsettled by that noise. Um, so somehow it's morphed. It, I didn't really find, like, why it morphed. Okay. But, I mean, don't you think... I feel like our society has praised and revered the beautiful and so those who are not aka the crone with a warty nose yeah um like we just didn't i guess somebody decided we just didn't want to hold her up in the light that she used to be it's easier to make it like a bad a bad thing hmm. so um, yeah, I agree. It used to be a very positive, like nice connotation, and somehow that shit changed. So now we get our um our hocus pocus witches, our Winifred Sanderson, um, Bet Midler witches. And the witches. Have you ever seen that movie? Uh, maybe a long time ago. Like from the eighties? And like sure. the little boy is like turned into a mouse. Oh, I hate that. It's it's ringing a bell, but I can't really. I used to get nightmares from that movie. Oh, wow. (laughs) My brother liked watching it, and I remember our babysitter used to play it. And I used to get so terrified because Angelica Houston was one of the main witches. And when she would take, like, her mask off, she was this, like, hideous. Like, whatever she, I haven't seen it for probably, I want to say, like, at least 25 years I haven't watched it. But I have this like image in my mind and it is the most terrifying thing. And I I used to not be able to sleep. I'd be like, okay, peace out. I'm gonna go play something else. You let me know when I can go back to the movie. Because it was so creepy. But that is creepy. They've definitely played on that for sure. What about the whole orange and black thing? That comes from it. That has a background. It does have a background, but when you think about what Halloween originated as like, October 31st, what its celebration was. Right. It celebrated the death of summer, so you get your black. Okay. And then the, you know, the coming of winter, which as you start to migrate from summer to winter, you go through fall, and so that orange represented, you know, the changing colors, like, within, like, all around you. And so... The leaves. The leaves. Like, everything. The grass starts to turn browny orange. Like, you know, whatever. Yeah. So, that actually is not it's a very benign uh i guess superstar. but i didn't know that so i find that interesting yeah oh wait and then it as green purple and yellow have also been introduced but like yellow like green changes to yellow changes to orange i feel like that's like a natural progression yeah. purple is a little weirder but i'll take it i gotta break down my pretty color wheel it's, i mean we're also describing mardi gras with that last <laughs> statement so true story <laughs>
1: true story Wow. What about? So many different There's so many different things. Um you know, I kind of I kind of just like learning about all these because I feel like I never knew any of these things. Um you know, it's so the cauldron thing is kind of crazy. What's that? So a cauldron, you know what a cauldron is? Yeah. Okay. I want to make fucking potions. <laughs> right, it's like the huge <laughs> like vat bowl thing yeah that witches have okay that they put
0: people into right? no I'm kidding um, do they
1: possibly <laughs> um so the whole cauldron is that the pagans believe that after death all souls went into the crones cauldron which symbolizes the earth earth's mother's womb so the souls awaited reincarnation and as the goddess stirred this allowed for new souls to enter
0: and really, old, old
1: souls, old souls to be reborn. So that's why the image now is has been replaced by steaming, bubbling, and ominous brew. But really, it's like souls are entering and leaving. Holy crap!
0: Do you not think of like Ursula from The Little Mermaid? I don't, because she was underwater. Oh, I mean, I guess that's true. But she has the whole thing of poor, unfortunate souls. <laughs> Yeah, that is true. <laughs> I mean like
1: holy <laughs> crap. But Jeez. That's pretty crazy, huh? It is really crazy. So
0: I, I need to like just go get a cauldron. This is there are so many weird, so many weird fucking things. Okay. Let's
1: let's do let's do your favorite. Go.
0: Oh, now I don't remember what my favorite was. Okay, one thing that sounds ridiculous, alright, and I'm gonna tell you why. Mm-hmm. This is like common myths or folklore or whatever. If a bird flies towards you, bad fortune is imminent. Okay. Can I tell you the number of times as I've walked through the streets of Chicago or when I was like on campus like in undergrad that like birds like swooped in my direction? In fact I got pooped on by a bird in undergrad. It sucked. But isn't that supposed to be good luck if a bird poops on you? If a bird poops on you, sure. But, like, if a bird flies towards you, Um. bad fortune is imminent. What? Come on. Look at this one. If your palm itches... Oh, I know this. Then you're going to get money. But if you itch it, your money will never come. Okay, it depends on what
1: hand. Does it? Yeah, so uh, I can't remember if it's the left. I told you I'm cautious. This is, you need to know if it's left or right. I can't remember, but like one hand that you itch is you're going to get money, and one hand is that you're going to give money.
0: Yep. Wait, give money to who?
1: Yeah, I don't know. You're that just, might it depend how I feel about the situation. You're going to lose money <laughs> if you're itching oh. on one hand versus the other. I can't remember which is mm-hmm. right, which is, yeah. we got to figure that out. But... So, some some interesting uh, Halloween superstitions. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) I'm on a different tab on my computer. Okay. If you see a ghost, walk around it nine times and it will disappear. So, everyone, if you see a ghost (laughs) this Halloween, walk around it nine times. Then it'll go away. Okay. If a candle is lighted as part of a ceremony and it blows out, it is a sign that evil spirits are near. Shit! Wait,
0: what is this? It says, this is super important, and oh my God, I can't think of how many. Hang on. It says, never slam a door. You might hurt a ghost who will haunt you for the rest of your life. I've slammed many doors. I can't imagine the number of ghosts I have harmed in my youth. (laughs) Slamming doors was like my thing. (laughs) Okay, this one I've done.
1: If you hold your breath while you drive by a cemetery, oh. evil spirits can't enter your body. I have done that when I was I younger. I've done that. And I will say that my first year of uh, graduate school, I rented an apartment with my friend. And I don't know. I think we entered the other way when we toured it. And I was actually with my dad when we toured it. Ooh, and sorry. then we moved in and opened the windows. And what was our view A full-on cemetery? So my bedroom opened up to a cemetery. That was freaky. Oh my god,
0: that so makes me so I literally
1: would try holding my breath every day while walking home from school.
0: Yeah, I how'd that, that work for you? Yeah, I mean a lot of blue. <laughs> um wait, so that's I mean it's interesting. I used to do that too. Like my I remember yeah. my sister and I used to do that in the car. Yeah. Like when our parents were driving. And I don't know, I mean I'm sure that you have, like, urban legends and shit like that from where you were from. But where we grew up, there's like, a ton. Like, outside of Chicago is, like, Resurrection Cemetery. So, like, there's, like, the Resurrection Mary. There's supposedly a spot, like, on, like, there's a fence that lines, like, the... Or is the external barrier, I guess, to the street. To the summit, from the street to the cemetery. And there's apparently one spot that no matter how many times they paint over... It's, like, a p- person's hands oh, are that's... on the fence. Creepy. Yeah. And then there's another... There, Resurrection Mary has, like, a few things. I feel like that is Resurrection Mary. And the other one is where, like, she, like if you're driving, like, late at night, like, she will walk out into the middle of Stop it. the street. Stop it. I, yeah. I've heard too many things about that. It's Resurrection creeps
1: Mary? Creeps me out.
0: Yeah. I've actually never been there. <sighs> I mean, so in that superstition quiz we took, it said if your friend wanted to dare you to go to like a graveyard, would you go? And I was like, fuck no. I would, I will not go. No. No. Not at nighttime. I won't. Nope. At nighttime? Mm
1: -hmm. Hell no. Even during the day, I'm like, very like. I mean, I can go to a graveyard during the day. I've got to visit some people. I know. But it still
0: makes me a little like. Not going at night.
1: Not going at night. No, 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 no. No. (gasps) Oh.
0: Oh, this is interesting. Peel an apple from top to bottom. The person with the longest unbroken peel would be assured the longest life. If you threw the apple peel over your shoulder, the initial it forms upon landing is the initial of your future mate. Okay, see, I don't believe shit like that. That's just stupid. What, you think it's going to like be like a Q or a Z? Like, come on. Come mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. You just going to make an A? Mm-hmm. No. No, that's complete bullshit. Uh, that's silly. Thunder following a funeral means that the dead person's soul has reached heaven. All right, but, yeah. But what if thunder hasn't followed? Did that
1: person not go to heaven? Yeah. That's a fair, that's a fair question. Yeah, I don't like that one.
0: The nope. only thing I can think of, did you ever hear, like, when, like, it was thundering and lightning, like, the, the angels were bowling? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I always, when, after my grandfather died when I was, like, five, like, that's one thing that we... We always talked about it and we were like, oh, it's thundering. We are like, Grandpa's bowling, because I think at one point he was on a league. I could be wrong. Okay. But we were like, Grandpa's bowling, and he's probably eating fried bologna sandwiches. Because <laughs> that's what they used to make for us.
1: sounds, that sounds So it was like delicious. his special, It actually
0: was amazing. <laughs> like, I would actually give anything for, like, a fried bologna sandwich on, like, white bread. <laughs> Which is amazing. Cause well, because everyone has their thing,
1: you know? That It'll reminds them. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Wow. There's so many different things with Halloween. I can't even like keep up with it all. But are you ready I mean, for Halloween? Do you draw stuff for Halloween? I really. I sometimes do. You know, I would say more years than not. I've been a witch. Have you really? Yeah. But um, you it's know, e- I've easy. done. I've done Cleopatra. <laughs> that sounds intense. Yeah, I've done um, SWAT
0: team wait so you dress all in black right wait with swat on something my back. different than like what you're well, wearing what I'm right wearing now, now right <laughs> I know I'm so creative
1: I've been a cat okay also black uh with a little orange oh yes. okay okay <laughs> uh but yeah I would love to we should definitely have a superstitious type party and just like dress up and be all like creepy
0: I mean, I'm trying to remember what I've... I really have not done anything spectacular. Do not bring a Ouija board to my house, No, I won't. I won't, I won't. But, like, we were talking about, like, being, like, Wayne and Garth from Wayne's World. Oh, yeah, that'd be fun. Because my husband has, like, somewhat longer hair, and I was like, I want to be... The thing is, like, as I've gotten older, I'm just like, I just want to be comfortable. So, like, last year I was, like, Luke Skywalker, and basically i just wear workout clothes and i bought i wore a black glove on my left hand there you go and had a lightsaber that i bought at target because i'm a child uh meanwhile my husband dressed up like Leia. that's fine (laughs) (laughs) but i i really haven't done like that much like serious stuff i was bed bath and beyond with my sister and how does that work my best friend wore, like, a NASA shirt, and she had, like, something else to be, like, outer spacey. Uh, my sister was bath, so she walked around with a towel on oh, her. Oh, that's cute. And then I was bed, and so I had, like, a blanket wrapped around me, which is great. You're comfortable because it's usually cold. And I had a stuffed animal, and I think I had a tiny pillow. Oh, that's cute. And that's the three cute. of us took my nieces out for Halloween for sugar-treating. That's treating. really cute. I was a Hershey Kiss once. That's cute. Yeah, maybe we should be wine grapes this year. Oh, well that would be that would be fitting. I feel like that would be very DBP. Yes, it would totally be DBP. Somehow we maybe we can make like a wine glass.
1: Can I just carry around wine bottles with like like
0: the straws to me and just be like I'm drinking wine and <laughs> this is my costume, but it's my everyday life. It's my everyday life. Don't judge. Yes, don't judge me no judging so okay I'm just gonna wear all
1: black put a witch ass I no mean, you like, can't
0: wear black if you're doing wine shit you have to be like a red wine you gotta be like purpley like okay little like Deal. reddish like Deal. burgundy Deal. Deal. I'm just used to being like be a I'm burgundy just gonna, burgundy Cote de Rhone. I'm like I'm just thing? Uh, possibly I'm not a big French wine person but I like sometimes if they had clever labels like Omen we would get there on DVP okay we will. We're going to oh be get God, there. that bottle. That is we crazy. We are going to get there. We'll get there. Um, so, anyway, this wine.
1: Uh, delicious. I'm getting blackberry. Uh,
0: I am getting blueberry, like you said. Yeah. Again, um, that lingering, like, slight, yeah. like, pepper, oaky, spicy. It's not like a traditional oak spice where I, was gonna I feel say, like it's going to be, like, baking spices. This is more, like, this is, like, a little spice. Spicier, like it. Like, don't drink, don't eat, don't drink this with like spicy foods because I think it's gonna pronounce the spiciness even more, and that's not.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree, and I. But I do think it does have a hint of spice. I, I kind of like their description about a touch of green peppercorn. Yeah. Um, because I do feel like it has, like, those dark fruits in it. Mm-hmm. I feel like I get those uh, robust tannins, but it's balanced well, so it's not, like, in-your-face kind of tannins. You're right.
0: Um, They're present. You know? They're present, it's, yeah. it's, like, very, like, well-integrated to, exactly. like, everything else in the wine.
1: It's complex. I think you can keep drinking this wine and find different aspects about it
0: for sure, so. The only sad part is that, so this is recommended to serve between 63 and 69 degrees, I had it in my wine fridge at, like, 60 degrees, and so I think it was a little chillier when we first started drinking it. Now it's, like, room temperature, I'm sure, so, like, closer to, like, 70. Yeah. I almost feel like the in-between, like, as we've been recording the episode, like, I just feel like it's, like, you need sort of that, like, sweet spot of the temperature for this, too. I mean, it's great either way, but... Yeah. If you're going to do that, like, it makes it more challenging, because you want to keep it mildly chilled, so maybe put it in an ice bucket, or not an ice bucket, one of those chiller like marble things
1: oh yeah right? mm-hmm. yeah
0: hey yeah, you could do that you could stick it in the fridge for a few minutes i like wine that's kind of chilled
1: yeah well i mean red wine is supposed to be on sl- and a slight chill like it's just hard like, to maintain yeah it's supposed to be like around you know 55 to 60 degrees yeah. so that's not really room temperature no
0: no yeah but but anyway a good wine great wine for our topic and hopefully, yeah. y'all stay real safe during Halloween. And if you hear three knocks on your door and nobody's there, beware. I wouldn't answer it. Beware. Stay safe. Happy trick or treating. Share us your DVP post of Halloween costumes. Oh my God, and that would be amazing! It would be. I actually want you guys give to give me that.
1: ideas.
0: Cheers, bitches. Cheers. Be spooky. <laughs> and superstitions. Thanks so much for listening. If you like what you hear, please rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast listening platform to help spread the DBP word. Check out our website and blog at dbpcheers.com. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at dbpcheers or on the Drunk Bitches Podcast Facebook page. We'd love to hear from you, so send your
1: questions, comments, and fun wine or topic ideas to dbpcheers at gmail.com. Until next time.
0: Cheers from the girls of DBP.